Welcome to Tidolo. Oh, good again. Welcome to Tidolo. Oh, what the fuck? <laughs> You're killing it's me, bro. good with me, bro. <laughs> yeah. Hey, drink some more beer. TD Podcast here, back with the boys, B, K Morn. Um, Ryan's out again. He'll be back, hopefully. Maybe. In Cancun tomorrow. So Jesus. Um, enjoy. Yeah. So we're without Mac again. He got our picks. He sent him in. He had a decent week of picks. We'll get into it in a bit. Yeah. Um, exciting week of football. I mean, college football, there's a ton of good games. NFL storylines through the wazoo. Um New, sec- new thing we're going to get for you, going for you guys um, starting this week is uh, we've got a lot of great feedback and um, everyone's loving our football talk, everyone loves our college football talk, everyone loves our, our movies um, and everything else we have. So we have such a jam-packed um, episode, we're going to break it off into two. So um, part one, we're going to give you the all NFL, all college football, and we're going to get into that now. So we'll start with Kay Morg and um, college football. Yeah. College football, guys, um, another awesome week. Really excited for what's to come. Um, Want to start out with what we're going to be getting into next week, which is another Power 5 conference getting back into the mix. So Big Ten football is back. Obviously, we got some really big dogs, starting with the top, Ohio State. Um, really a team that you know a lot of people expect to be in the college football playoff. We're going to get into whether or not we think they're you know a legitimate contender or not. But you also have the other teams. You know, you got Penn State, Wisconsin, teams on the outside. Michigan with Jim Harbaugh is always a team that they have a solid team around them, but do they have the quarterback to get them over the hump? So, um let's start talking about it. Um first conversation like I said, who do we have that we think is going to win the Big 10? I already I already kind of talked about it. I think personally I think it's Ohio State. Yeah, uh-huh. I think that's clear as day. I think they they run the table eight no. Okay. Yeah, I don't think how you, you can think otherwise at this point. You know, especially with Fields. Right. I mean, he's a he's gonna go number two possibly in yeah, the NFL I mean, draft. Yeah. Like, last year, obviously, they made the college football playoff. It's a lot of returning starters. Um, Lakuda, Chase Young are gone, but they still brought back a lot of strong players. Yeah. So it's one of those, and they rebuilt. And Ryan Day said there's a lot of true freshmen that are gonna play. Um, this coming season, and he said the talent level for them right now is unheard of. He said this is one of the most talent. This is he's, I think he said this is the most talented team I've ever been a part of, and he's been an he's been a coach, you know, a coordinator for NFL teams yeah. before. And he has so, returning offensive linemen, which yeah. is huge well, for he Justin. lost Dobbins. You know, he's he's lost guys, but he also got Trey Sermon, you know, transfer from Oklahoma, Oklahoma Master yeah. Teague, you know, a, a returning running back who's going to split carries again. Justin Fields, Chris Olave. Um, they true freshman Julian Fleming was a top five overall prospect from their five star recruit. So um, it's going to be a tough team to beat. But you know they still have a tough schedule. They still need to play Penn State. Yeah. So you know Penn State's going to be a top ten team. I think they're probably you know around that right now in the ranking. But once they win their first game, they'll probably put them in the top ten. So it's not exactly going to be a cakewalk. But um, like I said last year, that game against Clemson, wow. I mean, such a great game, such a great team. I think the biggest question of the Ohio State is defense. They only turn, return three starters on defense, and you lose. Mm-hmm. Anytime you lose Chase Young, Akuda, yeah, um, yeah. linebacker. Akuda locked down all the number one receivers in the, yeah. in the country. Yeah. Offensively, they're not going to skip a beat. I, defensively, uh, but the, the only thing is, is there's not really a high-powered offense in the Big Ten that can kind of you know, push exactly. them. You know, I, not a lot of our starting quarterbacks come back in the Big Ten that they have to play. I know Penn State has a new offense coordinator. Um, it's a question mark, but they're good. They return a lot. 
Um, I think Penn State's probably the be- second best team in that conference with Wisconsin. I, They'll battle it see, out. See, I, I have a disagreeance here. What do you oh, got? Really? Uh, I have Minnesota. Sleeper. Gophers. Yeah. Um, I row, think, row the boat. I think if they can – we'll get into this week's matchup. Yeah, we'll talk about it. Uh, they play Michigan, but I think if they can get through week one, I think they'll go an absolute run the rest of the Return, season. Returning QB. Yeah. Uh, Morgan, yeah. He, he's legit. Um I mean, we, they were ranked seventh at one time last year, and we talked about them possibly sneaking in there. Then they took two big L's in a row to yeah. Iowa, Wisconsin. Um, but they have a lot of returning. Um, their wide receiver core is Bateman. And another legit receiver yeah. that a lot of people think is a first-rounder. So I, um, I, th- I, think, I think they have a team and the schedule um, to go on a run, in my opinion. Okay. The West is going to be a lot more competitive, I think. You know, yeah. With, you, Wisconsin on that side, Minnesota, Iowa. Uh, yeah, those three. I mean, I don't think Nebraska is there yet. I think Frost is of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's an interesting side of the conference with those two. Um, I do think Minnesota can give Wisconsin run for their money. I just think Wisconsin's year in year out, they're too physical. Yeah. You know, I, they're, they're always that team that, that will bully a win out. Yeah. I mean, they'll run the ball 50 times a game. They're, and, they're the team, though, that I will always say it. It's kind of like Michigan, where they don't—they haven't had a quarterback that's going to really throw the ball since Russell Wilson. No, nothing not, impressive, exactly. Yeah. They haven't had a quarterback that's going to—if they're down, he's going to throw the ball and win. They lost an Illinois team last year that was not very good. Yeah, you know, and obviously that was their big loss on the schedule. But again, it's a very winnable game if you have a quarterback that can throw the ball. I they, know they lost Jonathan Taylor too. Right. Speaking of, it's not a team we'll ever mention. But Illinois, Lovey Smith, that's kind of been a big disappointment over there. They had that big win. You kind of thought last year when they beat Wisconsin that they're going to have some momentum off of it. Um, but they just can't get the recruits. They can't recruit out of Chicago. They get beat yeah. up by Notre Dame out of Chicago. Mm-hmm. They get beat by um, Ohio State out of Chicago. Michigan's was, right there. Michigan. Harbaugh's yeah. going to steal a guy. Wisconsin even pulls the Barrett Lyman um, right around there too. So. Yeah. They just—they're not winning it's, that battle. It's been a tough go for Lovio over there. Yeah, you, you, as an Illinois program, you think you hire a name like Lovey Smith, but at the end of the day, you have a Harbaugh with a program behind it. Yeah, right. Ryan, or at the time, you had Urban Meyer, Urban Meyer with the program behind it. Now you have Ryan Day, whose offense is—you know—everyone says he's the best play caller in college football right now. With what they're building over there right now, it's tough to do. And, and so. Penn State, who the last you know four or five years has been absolutely on fire. Yeah, as they've well. been doing a great job. With you know, the head coach has been there for about four or five years now. He's doing mm-hmm. a really great job. He's turned that program around. Um, obviously, from what happened a couple you know some years ago with you know Paterno and whatnot. Yeah. But um, but yeah, no, he's, he's doing a good job. He's, he's doing, doing a great job. job. You know, Saquon's come through that program. Miles um, Sanders. Miles Sanders. You know they've they've offensively they've done a great job. So um, Sean Clifford's returning quarterback. Going to be interesting to see if they can battle for that position. Um, new OC. New OC scares me. Who does? New offense coordinator for okay, Penn yeah, State. Yeah. That scares me. I just there's not a team that I think has enough. Obviously not enough firepower to beat Ohio State. No one in that conference is going to recruit out recruit Ohio State. Right. Yeah. They're just such a national brand now. But a team that's going to beat them is like an older, senior-heavy team that returns like a full defense or a full offense with all their coaches back and a quarterback back. So is that team in this conference? No, that's what I'm saying. It's not this year. Yeah, There's just not that team. I don't think it's even close. I think Penn State's good, but it's just a different level with Ohio State. Yeah, and Penn State lost a couple key defensive players. Um, Well, not even – I mean, the biggest loss, Micah Parsons opted out. He was the best – He was was sophomore last year. Best edge rusher – in 
in the, in college football, in my opinion. He yeah. was a dude last year for Penn he State. Was very Off good. the edge. I mean, people also can see him standing up because he, he can cover tight ends. He is a very athletic specimen. I think yeah. he's a top five pick. Yeah. I think he is a legit stud. So getting into that, is there what prospects in this conference? You know, this is a power heavy, recruited heavy, you know, NFL heavy conference. Yeah. Um, obviously, you got uh, Fields. Um, yeah, I mean, he's clear, the, the clear-cut guy. He's going to trail Lawrence and even that, that Trey Lance guy, maybe. Is there anyone that sticks out of you this conference that you think can make, you know, that move to the NFL and just be an absolute stud? Um, you, you actually see one out of the Big Ten quite a bit. Um, I'll start with mine. Yeah, um, I really, really like Moore out of Purdue. He's Rondell Moore. He opted best, back in, too. Opted back in. Yeah. He is possibly the best playmaker in the country. He is wow. electric wow. with the ball. You get the ball in his hands, he is electric. Um, he's Purdue's version of Tyreek Hill. Okay. You know, you watch wow. him play for Purdue. They're not very talented around him, but he is exciting. He is fun to watch. Two years ago, his freshman year, he beat Ohio State. Yeah. So, and it, correct me if I'm wrong, I believe this is true, but I think he's the first five-star player that Purdue has ever got. had. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So he he is wow. electrifying. Don't get me wrong. He is that's an absolute a, game changer. That's a good call. He's, yeah, he, he stayed home and he went to Purdue and he's been every bit as advertised the first two years. Opting back in now, um, I don't know how high he yeah. goes in the draft. It, you know, it's going to be interesting. Well, it's tough. You know, he's on a Purdue team. How, how well, I mean, they're going to feed him the ball. Yeah. But teams are going to play, you know, we have to stop Rondell Moore. Don't let Rondell Moore beat you. Yes, an Ohio State, a, a Michigan, a Penn State are going to swarm him. Right. So it, Yeah, he's going to play those defenses. It's hard to do. It's like Jadavion Clowney his junior year at South Carolina. Like, teams just double-team game plan. He didn't have the sack production have the, numbers. The stats but we knew it, but he was still a legitimate player. Yeah, you we knew him, he was still a number you one You put pick. him on an NFL offense with some guys on the outside, he's going he's gonna to be a very good pro. And I'm actually really excited that he opted back in. Because he's, he's just exciting Same. to watch. He's very exciting to watch. Would you say he is as good, if not better, than Waddle for Alabama? No, he doesn't have you the like route Waddle. tree. Waddle do Waddle's he, so good. But Waddle's crazy. you know he does, he doesn't have. He's not as better as receiver as good as receiver as Waddle. Mm-hmm. But he's just as athletic. He's every yeah, bit of he, might, he might be faster. He's, he's probably yeah, faster. Maybe a little more electric. Yeah, you know I think Waddle's just he's you know he has a, he has a full repertoire. Of a receiver, God, yes. Whereas, is Rugs a comp? Um, That's a good one. I like Rugs. He's, I think, I think Moore might be a little better as a football player than Moore, Rugs. Moore is going to return punts. He's going to line up at three different positions okay. on the offense. He's going to run out, I, I line up out guys. of the backfield. You know, he reminds me of the modern day Percy Harvin. It's, I love Percy Harvin. I love before, Percy Harvin for the hip injury. That guy yeah. was a stud. I like Straight Percy Harvin. You know, and I think Percy Harvin's lack of success kind of hurts more guys like this where Tyree's kind of building those kind of guys back up yeah undersized super athletic um we'll put him at punt return because yeah. it's crucial yeah because like, you yeah. know he'll get more yards than your average punt return yeah so mm-hmm. I mean I'm not a huge Big Ten guy um but with that being said there's always a couple teams that you know surprise you at the end of the year or or pushing a, a team at the top that wasn't supposed to a la Illinois beating Wisconsin last year yeah right. is there that team that you kind of say, don't sleep on this team. They can be there. I mean, my biggest thing is I think Michigan has kind of been there. Oh, don't I do it I just don't again. think they've had the quarterback play to get them there. Michigan's toast, so, bro. I'm not saying that they're going to beat Ohio State, but I think they're the most physical on paper to do so. That's okay. what I think. I just 
Harbaugh has gotten players. He's got strong offensive linemen. Cesar their, their Ruiz, linebacking core their could linebacker, be really Devin good. Bush. Like, they've had yeah. good players in Rashawn that program. Gary. Yeah, they've had Rashawn Gary, first-round pick. Like, we're naming guys that went in the first round that are no, really I, good at Michigan. I just don't think they had the quarterback beast. play. Yeah. I just don't think they had the quarterback play. So I'm looking for you know new QB this year. He beat out McCaffrey's brother, who is now transferring out. Um, 6'5", I think he's like 240, runs like a 4'6", big old boy. So, um, and he won the job. So, yeah. you know, Harbaugh's trusting him in the offense. I think they'll probably spread the ball out a little bit more this year, maybe a little less I ground just, and down. I just think they have a tough road. They do. They, they have a tough they, schedule. They, they have a really Minnesota, tough schedule. Wisconsin, Penn State, and Ohio State. That's, That's tough. That's tough. He loses those games, he's gone. We yeah. talked about it with yeah. uh, Clay Helen. Oh, same if, kind of thing with, with if Harbaugh. If he goes five and three, four and four, he's absolutely toast. Yeah, it's a tough schedule. It's it's possible. So, um, like I said, new new QB Joe Milton. You know, he played a little bit last year. I think if he is the guy, I think Michigan's the team to do it. I just I don't think Penn State um, has the firepower. Ultimately, they, Michigan did lose some receivers. They lost Peoples Jones. Yeah. Um, they're returning yeah. a few guys, but lost the, like a big playmaker in Peoples Jones. But I think they're the most physical that can at least keep the game competitive with Ohio State to the fourth quarter. Yeah. And I don't think anyone like mind you with my team, I don't think they compete with Ohio State. I don't think I think it's the almost same like with, same with my Minnesota. I don't think they touch yes. Ohio State, but it's like a Clemson. They could it's, go 8-0. Well, Clemson's so far above. I'm talking about the rest of the the best of the rest. Yeah. yeah. Where I think I think Indiana can push those teams. Really? Eight and five last year. First time ever in the top 25 in school history. They bring back their quarterback. They got a transfer from Michigan who's going to push in. They bring back a running back. They bring back a receiver. Nine returners on defense. From an eight-win team, that's, that's the type of team that wins some games, you know? So they're going to build all that momentum. Like I said, they're not going to push. <laughs> they probably won't be to Ohio State. They probably won't be Penn State. Is, is yeah. this... So we've seen it in the ACC. Clemson is head and shoulders above the rest. We've seen it in the SEC now, in my opinion after last week where I think Bama separated themselves from Georgia, Ohio State is head and shoulders. It's a smaller gap, I think. I think it's a smaller gap because if you take – we got a handful. Iowa, Wisconsin, Michigan, Penn State, Minnesota. You take those teams, all very physical, can push Ohio State to another level. I don't think those uh, that many can, but I think Penn State. Penn State can – Penn State's your team. But I think those those five teams right there could push Ohio State to be better. Whereas in like – Clemson's not getting any better playing Clemson's Florida State. Clemson's blowing out they're Georgia not. Tech by 70 points. They, they won by 70. They're, it's a warm-up. They're, 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 elite. they're playing these teams where, like, Ohio State, they're going to get to their Michigan game. Clemson played the second-best the team season, in the conference. And it's going to be a tough tough game for, you know, three quarters. Clemson played the second-best team in the conference and blew them out. Blew them out. Oh, I don't... I don't count Notre Dame. I know Notre Dame's, but I don't count <laughs> yeah. Notre Dame because they're not. Yeah, the they're, ACC. Not usu- they're not usually. They are there. this year. They they're, are this year. So I don't. I leave them out of. I that. get what you're saying. Okay. So we we got a couple sleepers that might push, but no real contenders in your opinion. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. And we all agree that Ohio State's best team. So like I said, my best prospect coming out. Like I said, that I'm really upset to, that we're missing out is Michael Parsons. I mean, the guy is an absolute beast. He's going to be a top five pick when he. Um, ultimately in the next year's draft. Um, other two guys that I like, um, I like Hutchinson, D-end out of Michigan, and um, Payne from Michigan. So they have two legitimate edge rushers they, on the outside. They always do, I feel like. And they do. They right? do. Gary, like, they had uh, Taco Charlton, um, the guy from the Patriots with the blonde hair that I'm spacing on right now that's really good. He's, he's a guy for them, but um, they always have guys. So I, that's what I think maybe they can kind of pressure Ohio State with these two outside edge rushers, kind of like a Von Miller, DeMarcus Ware pushing. Uh, Brady and Cam yeah. Newton in the Super Bowl. Like but um, So those are my prospects. 
Um, really like them to make an impact. So, and then Blaine likes Minnesota QB. Uh, uh, his receiver. I like Bateman. Yeah. Oh, Bateman. That's a good yeah. call. I, I think he's going to yeah. absolutely explode this year. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. So, uh, any final thoughts on the Big Ten? Or I mean, we're excited. We get Friday night Big Ten football this week. Uh, we do. We don't usually have that. So we do. Yeah. Um, really excited. So, um, but yeah, I mean, that's the Big Ten. Like I said, we've got a legitimate contender out of that. Excited to have them back in the play. Excited to have them be a part of the college football playoff. Yeah. Ultimately. No, definitely because Ohio State will be there, and it'll, it'll push Clemson, Obama to another level. Oh yeah, we saw it last year. Yeah. We had three of the Power Fives that were absolutely legitimate teams. So excited to have them back. Um, moving forward into uh, the recap. We talked about it a little bit. Georgia, Bama. Uh, Bama takes down Georgia pretty convincingly, in my opinion, forty-one to twenty-four. So no points second half for Georgia. Zero. Zero from a Bama defense that got a lot of questions. They stopped twenty-four on Georgia. So what was your guys' takeaways from this game? Exactly how I kind of called it and kind of how I saw. It. I thought yeah, Bama was embarrassed on defense the week before by Ole Miss. I knew they'd come out and play better, even though it didn't start that way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the Georgia but- gave. Every Georgia's defense gave them every opportunity to take a lead. Yeah, a, like a ten. Saving against his assistance, though, yeah. dude. It's yeah. You know, my biggest thing is honestly, like Tales Georgia didn't time. play bad. There was a swing moment in the second. Like Georgia was up in the yeah, first quarter, in the first half. Like they were doing a good job, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden, Waddle has a ninety yarder. You know, he yeah. beats, he burns Absolute the corner bomb. on a deep post. Absolutely ninety yarder flies by. Um, Bennett throws a pick. And then Bama scores again. And the complete momentum swung. Yeah. And then Georgia's offense kind of went out of their comfort zone and tried to be what they're not. When in they, reality, they, tried they were to only throw. down 10 points. Yeah, no, they tried to throw. Bennett was Constantly. 18 for 40, bro. They need to they Three need picks. It. They got to make the change. They got to make the change. Uh, see, in, in my opinion, it wasn't the like game to make the change. But he's, I mean, but after this game, no, it he's shows the limitations. The, and not in the middle of the game. You, you don't make that change in the middle of an Alabama but game. Cody's right. It showed, like, hey, Bennett's this guy. We need a different level of QB Bennett play. Bennett will beat your South Carolinas, your, even your Auburns, your Tennessees. He's not beating Bama, and I don't think he beats Florida. Because Florida's going to put up points on that defense. Georgia's defense was not terrible in that game, though. But like they, not, they just got tired in the second half. They yeah. were on the field so much. They get, they they stopped them to and, 20 in the and, first quarter. Like, a it was big, a good, good showing, in my opinion. It's a, it was a big point you made. They Georgia went to a play style that they, their they shouldn't go to. They went to a place that they, right. they're not comfortable. That's not their... That's not what they do. If too they would have yeah. continued to run the ball, I think Bama still probably wins, but it's a way closer, closer margin. Game. Too right. too many three and outs and, and left the defense on the field with mm-hmm. elite talent. Yeah. Bama has elite talent everywhere you look. So right. that was tough. I mean, I, I do it's time think, for Daniels. I, I think we need to ease him in. You know what? I think maybe we get, we get Bennett to start this next game, but let's get JT Daniels some reps. You know what I mean? Let's not throw him – you know, at halftime against Bama. Let's get him yeah, no, I know, get that. next week against the Kentucky. Let's throw him next week against yeah. the South Carolina or whatever it is. I just don't think that was the time frame because from what I'm hearing from a lot of Georgia camps and things like that is like he's ready to go, but is he, you know, throwing with that same velocity off that back knee to obviously he blew gotcha. the year before. So um, I do agree. I think that we definitely need to see something more from Georgia if they do want to make that playoff because inevit- inevitably if they win out, they're going to play Bama again. You know, yeah. the conference championship. Yeah, and so, yeah it definitely look, didn't look like it would be close. Yeah, and again, God, those that Bama offense, those Bama receivers. I mean, we'll Jones looks good, too. Jones Smith. is better than advertised. So, And that's my thing, yeah, Matt Jones. And Georgia's, de- Georgia's defense. He looks good. Georgia's defense, man, they 
you know what? They made him throw the ball, and he threw over for 400 yards. Yeah. The guy, they, well, they I mean, pressured him to do that, and he did. It's just another year of having two first-round talents. Oh, he's got incredible like, talent. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. Um, but I think I think he's kind of that QB that we've overlooked for so long. It was like, oh, it's Tua time. You know what I mean? Tua goes down. Right. We're thinking, oh, Bama's done forever. And then they bring in Bryce Young this year, and it's like Bryce Young's the guy over Mac Jones. And Mac Jones is – I did that. Oh, we we talked about. I mean, five five star QB Bryce Young is one of the best in the country. Yeah, Yeah. and he'll 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 get a shot. He'll get a shot eventually, but no one's taking that job from Mac Jones right now. Right, no, no no one's taking that job from Mac Jones. That's his team. He is, you know, he's a Heisman guy right now. Yeah, he might Uh, not be the front runner. I think Trevor Lawrence doing a great job, but he's definitely in the conversation. If you're if you don't believe in Mac Jones, it's time. Yeah. Um, Speaking of Heisman, his running back's right behind Trevor Lawrence. Of course. Yeah. Oh, his running back's great too. But again, but he, I think Mac Jones showed up in that game, but. Um, I want to talk about the receivers really quick. So Waddle and Smith, is this are they better and more dynamic than Judy and Ruggs were last year? No, because no. neither of them are better than Judy. I don't think. Right. So I think I think, but I think they're both better than Ruggs. To be honest with you, I agree with that. I think they're both football I, players better than Ruggs. I, I think you. Judy took so much pressure off. Uh, some of the receivers last year, like mm-hmm. Devontae Smith blew up because you couldn't guard everybody. You know what I mean? And that's how good Judy was. And yes. so yes. this year, I'm, I'm not going to say they're better than last year because Ju- I thought Judy's unreal. I still think he's one no, of I the think best Judy's rookie great. QBs. I think you get him a good quarterback in the NFL, receivers. it'll be great. And Ruggs still went first receiver off the board last year. And Ruggs so. put up 150 against yeah. the Chiefs with two touches. Yeah. So, yeah, explosive. They wanted that explosive guy over, like, the elite receiver. doesn't – I don't want to get into no, that. I game. love Jalen Waddle though. I mean, that guy he pu- he returns punts for them. He runs the ball. He lo- he's their he slot looks guy. Really, good. he was their X factor in that game. And I said it last week. I said Georgia's you know weakness in that defensive secondary is who's going to cover that slot receiver. And they put Waddle there, and he went berserk. Berserk. And I mean, Devontae Smith also went in too. It's not De- like he did nothing. De- Devontae Smith is an absolute dude. Yeah, yeah. So I mean. Just a lot of talent from Bama. I mean, I think they definitely separated themselves in the SEC. So they did. Big win there. Second game, number five, North Carolina loses to FSU 31-28. Really disappointing. disappointing. As Brian um, hits his head on the mic. A lot of people had UNC maybe a team to compete with Clemson. Um, they go down to a, a FSU team that back-to-back weeks. They played Notre Dame the week before. Week. Better every they week. They played UNC this week, and a lot of improvement. Mike Norvell's back from COVID. Yeah. He's Co- here. I mean, Cody's been staying not on them, but he's been encouraging, like, hey, they're not completely the dumpster fire team that they were week one. Right. No, they're going to get better every week. Um, I think there was a combination of them getting better and UNC laying an egg. Um, I don't think... Definitely it, laid an egg. I think it's a little bit of both. I, I think... North Carolina is a better team, but you can't afford to lose a game in college football. So yeah. they're toast. And you gave you gave twenty four points up in the second quarter. Yeah, they tried to they tried to come back. They almost did. Couldn't do it. You gave up twenty four points in a quarter. You're toast. <laughs> they, they Florida State at the end of the day, like UNC, just didn't have the dudes at the. They didn't have the gamers at the end of that yeah. game. They dropped. Sam Howell was actually playing really well in that last drive. He was making good throws. I thought he had a good game. He was making good throws in that last drive, and he had three drops. On that last drive alone, where he's like, "These are first downs. I need yeah. you to catch this ball. Just give us a shot." Right. So but, really disappointing for UNC. But you like can't I said, lose. You effectively, can't. they're toast. Especially they, for a team like that, you cannot lose. Oh, of cannot course, lose. unranked FSU team that has struggled all year. Yeah. Uh, UNC drops down to fourteen now, so a huge they loss. Shouldn't have been five anyways. It was, that was a joke. The Sam Howell train for this year has officially ended. It crashed. Yeah. I mean, he's really good, but as that team as a whole, you can't. 
I still like my him. Baker comp on him though. Yeah, it's Baker. He's, he's, yeah, he's it's Baker. Baker. Like every time I watch him, the way he moves, he's, way very, he throws, he's very Baker like. He's Baker. But right. Baker was one one. So. <laughs> we'll see. Sam Howell. Funny thing though is actually Sam Howell decommitted from Florida State to go to UNC where he's from. Oh, so that's even a worse loss for him. Yeah. Like, Florida State a little chip on their shoulder with that. Yeah. Imagine Mike Norvell with Sam Howell. That yeah. would have been a kind of a nasty team. It might not be Mike Norvell if Sam Howell was there. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah. maybe. All right. Um, last one we we talked about it a little bit. Clemson. Good God, seventy three to seven over Georgia Tech what? to a Georgia Tech team that. They won a couple games. You know, they beat Florida it's, State week one. Yeah, it's just, just so, not. Yeah. It's just not close. They had a I mean, punter playing quarterback in the fourth quarter. That's unbelievable. We we argued and this he a little. Good. We argued this a little <laughs> bit last week. It's just not. I have nothing to yeah. say about it. It's like they was got, anyone really like that surprised? Like no, no. they got to play. I was surprised seventy points. The only, they beat him by seventy. The points. only things I'm looking forward to is how many points they beat Notre Dame by, and then the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. really. Yeah. That's a that's a good call. I mean. They they're head and shoulders. I think I talked. We talked about this a little bit last week. I think they're they're like they were two years ago when they blew out Bama in yeah. the national championship. I think they're that good again this year. Oh, mm-hmm. I'd love to see Clemson Ohio State. That no, that, that's I, that might be the best game. That might be it, the. It well, we haven't seen Ohio State yet, so give Bama their credit. You know, I mean, Bama's played well, and Bama, Bama can score with anyone. So Bama can score with sure. anyone, which is crazy because we're not seeing the Bama wins where it's like nine to six over LSU no. back in the day. It's, I can't. It's Bama's wait. winning forty-one twenty-four. I can't now. wait. To see these playoffs, if oh, these God. teams meet up. But um, what games we got this week? Came okay, more that year. So we already talked about Big Ten. Big Ten. Big Ten is back. We got some playoff contenders we want to go through. So we got a Friday game. We talked about yep. it. Illinois number fourteen, Wisconsin. Um, Illinois is the team that beat them last year. So there's a little bit of a revenge game for Wisconsin. Um, they're a twenty point favorite going into this Ooh. game. I don't think it's high enough. Wow. I think Wisconsin wins by thirty. Chip on their shoulder. Week yeah. one, Friday night, they're not going to be flat. No, you, I don't think they are. You know what I think about the Big Ten, too, is... I'm with you there. They're kind of watching, you know, the college football landscape, how things are shaping up, and they're seeing, like, these high-scoring ball games. And the Big Ten plays defense. You know, Wisconsin plays very physical defense. So I think this is a game where Wisconsin might win. They might win 35 to nothing. Yeah. Like, I, I think that this is a defensive statement, too, by the Big yeah. Ten. No, I'm, I'm with you guys. I think Wisconsin rolls. I think so. Cool. So that's a Friday night. Really excited for that. Um, then we get into the big dog, Nebraska, Ohio State. Ohio State's ranked like six right now. Um, they're a 25-point favorite. Um, I think they blow them out, and then they go to three pretty much immediately. Yeah, yeah I agree. <laughs> uh, yeah, instantly. instantly. Go, to, go to two or three. Again, this is a Scott Frost Nebraska team. It's his third year there. Um, the first two years is not panned out to what we thought he's coming from UCF he had the UCF team he, with, he was the guy I kind of wanted to mention last week that may be on the chopping yeah. block could, could, get, a little, could get a little hot by not the end of the year not yet it's, it's kind of a they had Bo Pelini there for a while and they yeah. weren't amazing you know they had you know uh, Taylor Martinez shout out IE for a little bit who played well and now they have Adrian Martinez he was a five star recruit coming in this is like I think this is his fourth year as a starting quarterback I swear the guy's been there forever yeah. so it's almost like they could compete this year. They could be the Arkansas of the Big Ten. I could see Nebraska. I could see that. I could actually see okay. that in Nebraska, especially with a good coach, you know, a returning quarterback. Um, but Ohio they're State not beats gonna them by 40. So. They're not going to win this game. But I definitely think they could, you know, beat in Iowa. 
they could, you know, they could compete against a Michigan, a Minnesota. You know what I mean? I, I could see them kind of doing some things. They're not we'll going to compete with an Ohio State. No, this is no Ohio, this is Ohio State season to make the playoffs. So Ohio State wins that ball game, no problem. Twenty five points, maybe a lot, um, but I like to see Ohio State's defense kind of do the same thing as Wisconsin. Um, number eight, Penn State. This is CY's team, minus six and a half uh, versus Indiana. Also CY's team. Yeah. So this is take the take the mic here. This is a matchup for you. I think they're. I think it's a even first half game. Uh, they come out. I think Penn State. That's the number. I think they win by a touchdown. I think Penn State by a touchdown. That's a lot of respect it's, it's for six, Iowa. It's six, six and, and a half. That's Indiana. a lot of respect. Sorry, Indiana. It's a that lot is. of respect for Indiana because Penn State's ranked eight. A lot of people have them. You know, if they win this game, they'll go to like five ish. Mm-hmm. Um, so a lot of respect for Indiana with a six and a half. There. I think it's a trap line. I think people are going to buy into Penn State. And I like Penn State, but I think Indiana is better than people think. So yeah, I, I don't know. I think it's a close game. I, I think I think Clifford and that team covers. Mm-hmm. I think they beat them convincingly. Maybe by ten though. Yeah, nothing. Nothing. I mean convincingly, but not a not a huge right. number. Maybe fourteen. Like you're gonna watch the whole game, be like, oh, Penn State's Kinda way like better. What BYU did last week. They ended up winning by fourteen, but it was a good game all game against right. Houston. Yeah, for three quarters, you guys panicked. Yeah, I like that. I like that. <laughs> all right. So this is the one B talked about. We got Michigan eighteen. Who I like this year, three and a half, number twenty-one Minnesota. So I like Minnesota. I'm hammering. Really? I'm hammering I Minnesota. Like, I just don't ever trust Michigan. So until they prove oh. otherwise, I'm gonna go with my. I'm gonna go with my little dark horse here. I think I'm gonna hammer it. Hey, they're all, they're at home, so obviously you know give you a little bit of an edge on that uh, side. But I like Michigan. I like the Harbaugh magic. I think. Um, I just I just think it's it's a new tide at quarterback. Joe Milton, I think he's a little more dynamic than Shea Patterson's been in the last couple of years. And it's still a physical team. They've had, you know, plenty of five-star recruits run through that program. I mean, it's, it's time it's for them. Milton's time. Yeah. I mean, if they're going to win, he's going to do it. He beat out McCaffrey. McCaffrey played, you know, in scrub time at times last year. looked pretty good. Yeah. So, and same with Milton. He's, you know, good in his own right, too. So, I'm excited for that matchup. I think that's going to be a good determiner of a team that, you know, could surprise people later yeah. down the road. But I like, I personally like Michigan to win that game on the road. Um, so that's the Big Ten. Uh, moving forward into other big games, number twenty-three, NC State, North Carolina, coming off a very bad loss. Um, North Carolina is a sixteen-point favorite. Didn't North Carolina or uh, NC State lose a big game too last week? No, they actually beat uh, Duke. They beat Duke. Oh, it was by, close. Yeah. Like, yeah. Was, they were losing. Like they were 10. losing the first half. In the first half, they were losing. Yeah. Um, I've been on NC State all year. They're I think four and one at this point now. They've beaten Pitt. They've beaten a lot of really good teams. Um, I like them 16-point favorite or 16-point dog. I'll take North Carolina. I think they bounce back big. Okay. I, I'm not taking the 16 points. I, I'm with I'm with Kate Moore. Yeah, they NC good. State, I think, covers that. Okay. And NC State plays some physical football. Their quarterback went down last week, Leary. So if he's in, I like 16. If he's out, then I don't. So gotcha. look gotcha. out for that. Leary did get hurt in the end of that game. So um, And they got a good field goal kicker. He made some bombs last week to give him that extra edge in the final of that game. Um, next, uh, another huge game, 17, Iowa State, number six, Oklahoma State, three-and-a-half-point favorite, Oklahoma State. We didn't talk about this. We said the Big 12 is dead, but Oklahoma State's undefeated. They run the table. And Iowa State's undefeated in their actual conference. Yeah, but they're done because they have one loss. But Oklahoma yeah, is undefeated. Is Oklahoma State is fully undefeated. So if they run the table, they have a chance. So They run the table and they win convincingly because it's a down conference. But if they beat an Iowa State team who – has beaten Oklahoma, you know, who will probably beat Texas later on in the season. Yeah. If they win this game convincingly, this I definitely a, think it's This is, is the argument. biggest game of the year for them. I, I like um, Oklahoma State. I think Oklahoma State's not the real deal, real. but they're a good team. I think they're a solid team. I don't think 
Iowa State's very good. They're the best team in that conference, yeah. what you're saying. So I'll take Oklahoma State I, minus two. Iowa State was my, my dark horse coming into the mm-hmm. year. Um, but I, I'm going to see why I think Oklahoma State's firepower, the way they've been playing, I think they're really good. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, give me some Give me some Oklahoma State. Yeah. I like them too. Three okay. and a half point favorite. Across the board. Um, very, very, very high-powered offense. And their defense yeah. is actually stopping people. Mm-hmm. Nobody expected their defense to play this well, and they're actually doing a really good job this year. Yeah. So I like Oklahoma State there. Um, another huge matchup that this spread actually I'm very shocked at. Number nine Cincinnati versus uh, SMU. Two and a half for SMU. I know. Me and Kate Morgan, I, we're going to be on the same page. Oh, How are they favored in this Give game? Give me so much Cincinnati. So much Cincinnati. That doesn't make any sense. I mean, SMU's a good team. Bushell can but play. Look, they win games. But look at the teams they beat. Cincinnati has a real like defense. That. Or a real defense. And they can uh, yep, score with yeah. a better coach. I think Shane, uh, Buell, Buell, Bushell. Bushell, he's playing unreal. They're obviously 5-0, and oh, but... They they're losing. Hey, Shane Bichelle is a great quarterback. He's a transfer from Texas. He was yeah. a, he was a freshman starter at Texas, and then um, he got pushed out by Ellinger. But and he's doing a great job at SMU. He's doing great. But, but Cincinnati, this is, this is it. This is I, his L. I have Cincinnati is still my dark horse to make the playoff. I'm with you. Um, they're a physical team. They have a great defense. SMU has not won a lot of games convincingly either. They no. went to overtime with Tulane this last week, and they barely. Well, I mean, they're we had them beat Memphis. They beat Memphis. Yeah. You know, Memphis yeah. is a good team. They beat them by you know four. But their wins are impressive to me. No, but Cincinnati is impressive. They're yeah, good they on defense. They're good on offense. Guys, hammer I mean, this, hammer yeah. this money line and two and a half. This is this is two years in a row where Cincinnati has made. A ton of money for us, and this is going to keep going. <laughs> no, I love Cincinnati. Okay. Like I said, they're my dark horse. I, I still think they they have an outside shot of making the playoff, especially I, if, um, depending on what happens with the Big Ten and Pac-12. I'm on Cincinnati, yes. too. Love it. All right. Um, that's the biggest spread I like, but moving into other spreads that we like moving in. Um, Georgia Tech, Boston College. Boston College minus three. I've been on Boston College all year. Kind of a letdown against Virginia Tech. Kind of. They let a lot of people down. A lot, a lot of, of letdown. Yeah, too. a lot of letdown. They only had one loss going into that game. Um, I think Virginia Tech did end up getting a lot healthier with the COVID scare. They had like 13 players out the week before. So a little bit of a trap game for Boston College there. But I like Boston College to, have a, to bounce back in a big way. Minus three against Georgia Tech team that is not very good. Okay. And I really like Jakovic and what Boston College is doing. Um South Carolina, LSU. South Carolina is a seven-point dog. Give me some South Carolina. I like. I said it last week. I had them over Auburn. I said Auburn was fake. South Carolina played some physical football. They, they smashed Georgia in, or saw, smashed Auburn, Auburn in the mouth. Yeah, they're they very fun to watch. They did. Yeah, B was all over. I told B before the game. I say, hey, South Carolina is a good football I, team. I watched every snap. I fell in love with some of their players, mm-hmm. including Horn. Horn. Uh, wow, he is so good. He reminds me of a uh, Brandon Browner. Okay. Maybe a little faster. I hope so. Yeah, uh, for his <laughs> sake in the hey, draft. But, he's but Browner be... was a good DB. Yes. Yeah, he's big and he's physical big, like him. I physical. think that's a good comp. Yeah. Um, son of Joe Horn, so you obviously have the NFL lineage there. Yeah. Uh, but South Carolina plays another you know style of football. Obviously, they lost you know to Florida early on in the season, but that's another you know offense that I think is a little more dynamic, better defense than them. But I like I like South Carolina a lot this year. LSU is can't figure it out. I think um, I think Miles is hurt too. Brennan? Yeah. Who is he? I think I don't know if he's like out, but I know he's hurt. He's banged. Yeah. He's banged up, okay. Mm-hmm. Ladies and gentlemen, hammer that then cuz I love South Carolina the way they play football. It is in Death Valley and LSU, but I still love South Carolina. I really do. Awesome. Um next game Virginia at Miami minus 11. Miami coming off an 18-point win. 
or excuse me, 12 point win. Yeah, they didn't 12 cover. point win against Pitt. They didn't so cover. the line was 13. Of course, they go 12. CY was not happy about that. Um, Pitt was down a QB. Miami didn't play clean football. Derrick King had a pick or two, I want to say. Um, they were down a receiver. Um, still, Miami looked you know good. You win by 12 points in any stretch of regard. That's a good win. So um, they're an 11 point favorite against Virginia. I like them here a lot. Virginia's coming off another loss against Wake Forest. Um, I hammer this 11 points, no problem for Miami. Uh, I've been high on Miami all year. I'll take that. Yeah, yeah. Miami's a good team. I'll trust them. them. Yeah, yeah. Like, you, like CY said, you know what? They might be the second best team in the ACC. Yeah. They're going to beat a team like Virginia. Um, Auburn at Ole Miss. Ole Miss is a plus three. Love this. I love Ole Miss here. Love this. I love Ole Miss here. Lost to Arkansas last week. Didn't put up a lot of points. Corral had five interceptions. but And then I go Corral versus Bo Nix. Five interceptions for Corral. Bo Nix sucks. I'm yeah. going Corral. <laughs> Bo Nix is terrible. They're, they're, yeah, all those are dumpster fire. I like Ole Miss here. Auburn, I think Auburn's in a real identity crisis right now. I think. I'll never bet for him. No, Never. you can't bet for Auburn. Yeah. I really could, especially with Bonix at quarterback. I think Gus Malzahn is going to look himself in the mirror during maybe this game at halftime and say, is Bonix my quarterback? I really or do. Or my job gone. And his yeah. job. I think he's someone that we, you know, we didn't talk about last week on if is he in or is he out. But I think the way the season is trending for Auburn. I agree. With If they, they just lost to South Carolina, you know, they were ranked. Now they're unranked. They lose this game. It's a big look in the mirror, especially against a Kiffin first year in the league. You lose to him. And they still have some tough games later on. Yeah, you know. So I, I yeah, he's he's yeah. gonna have some losses on his resume. You know, he's gonna play Bama. Iron That's Bowl. another loss. Let's go ahead and mark that. Yeah. Down. So I, I personally like Ole Miss plus three here. Agreed. Awesome. Uh, yeah. All right. So that's our college football recap and preview of this week. Big Ten's back. More football. That's Man, I can't so, wait. I'm so excited. And then next week we get Mountain West and Pac-12. no Mountain West is playing. They're this playing week. this week. There's this so week. we get this. Hawaii this, is playing. Do we play at home this week? No, it's Fresno oh. State. Oh, okay, but still we get the 7 p.m. kickoff. We still get a light I late can't games. wait for the 9 p.m. kickoff game. You're like, okay, I got a money line. Hawaii <laughs> for 500 to win my money. <laughs> I, got, I got a cover here. I love it. Oh, yeah. That's what I love about college football. I know. There's literally a game yeah. at 9 p.m. on I, just, you can put it on after you've lost I all your bets it. and you're still betting. I love it. So we're, one week, we're one week from a full slate of college. Yeah. Didn't think we'd get here, but we got here. I'm so happy for it. And then. We didn't talk about it, but we'll, we'll have a Pac-12 preview next, next week. Next week, we'll talk about that, for that. Next my, my favorite division. Me too. My favorite conference is the Pac. So, um, and it's, it's, honestly, it's a really competitive Pac this year because is. there's a you know Oregon is one of those teams that they're supposed to be really good, but there's a couple teams. USC is not bad. The rank Arizona oh. State's not bad. Yeah, you know what? So and UCLA with Chip Kelly's third season, you should expect a decent, a better team. Right. So yeah. really excited where college football is going. God, COVID can't stop it. Yeah, I know. So um, now it's time for our NFL Week 6 recap. Um, we had a big week uh, in the NFL. We Baker had... Mayfield sucks. And that's where I want to start. Um, <laughs> oh. <laughs> I want to start with that Bra- that Browns game laying an egg. Are the Browns just fake? Are they done? I think Baker's fake. I know you called the demise of the Browns where they end up like 8-8. Eight and eight. They yeah. had a good start. Is this that start of that? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, they got demolished on um, – their, their offensive line, they couldn't run the ball. And when you can't run the ball, you force Baker to try to do other things. He cannot get those receivers the ball. So does he has this elite say, receivers, by the way. He's got very elite receivers. So does this say more about the Steelers or does this say more about the Browns? They lost uh, like 30 points. It says – I think it says more that the Steelers – every, every week I think we talk about the Steelers front seven. 
We always do. I think this says more about Baker. I don't think he's good. I know you guys. I know you guys won't agree with this, but I'm really unbiased on this game, right? Because I hate both teams so much. Yeah. So well, you know, so I mean? that's what I'm trying to tell you. We knew the Steelers' defense was good, but like Eagles put up 25 points. Like, yeah. The the Houston. Houston put yeah, up Yeah, Houston. Support. Denver backup with backup quarterback with this goal. They, they tried to – yeah, they scored late. Houston scored late. Eagles scored late. Baker couldn't get it done. Is, he got benched for, for Case, who Case came in and didn't look very good at is all. The book closed on Baker. Is he like an average at best quarterback, as we said? First year's anomaly. After that, it's like – I thought he was the third best in the draft when they took him 1-1. So, of course, <laughs> like – You've been out. I I, th- I honestly thought Sam so Darnold answer and, and Lamar Jackson were better. Here. I'll answer yeah. all your questions here. So, one, I think this showed more about the Steelers' dominance, I think. I think the Steelers okay. are a really good football team. That defense is solid because I think the Browns, regardless of Baker Mayfield, they've still been putting up points, and they, they absolutely shut out the Browns. Um, I agree with B. I, I think Baker Mayfield's an average quarterback at this point, but I don't want to count them out as far as potentially making a wild card spot. Because Kevin Stavansky, as a head coach... He's and, good. I, I, I do and like And even him. with Case Keenum at quarterback. That's when the Vikings were really good. He was the O coordinator with Case Keenum. So yeah. I actually almost like the team more with Case Keenum at quarterback. He, he's he in a came, comfortable system. But he came in, look, looked average. Right. You, you, you come you, in against that. You come in cold game. against a Steelers defense, you're going to have a bad game. So right. I still think the Browns can compete even, I, even with Stefanski. I think if Keenum plays... Which I, with Keenum, I, sorry. I, I doubt what they do that. But I think Keenum plays. I think – I don't know if you increase your wins. It won't do it. it it's just uh, shut it down right here. They're yeah. not going to do it. I don't think – You think Browns are fake. They're but, not. Hey, but no, but for I think fantasy, they got to ride Baker. He's a number one pick. Their they, they have to. They're, they're going to oh, make a course they have to. But, but I'm just saying Keenum. for a bye week. They're, but for, if they do play Keenum, fantasy values go up over there. I'm Hooper, Hooper, just, Hooper and Beckham's value. It's an unrealistic up. conversation because they'll never do it. There's too much money invested in Baker. They, they won't put him but in. But this GM, this head coach, did not draft Baker. I know, but then they'll, they'll dump him at the end of the year. They'll let him put a full slate of games out and say, like, this is your record with us. This is what you've done. Not good no, enough. No, I agree. Let's move uh, on. Yeah. They have to give him a full year. And let's, let's be real. I hate the Browns, but he laid an egg against the Ravens and the Steelers. Two good defenses. He's done pretty well besides that. Good enough. Good enough, enough to keep to, his job. He's yes. banged yeah, up. Yes. I agree. But I'm just saying, if he sits out next week, I still like Stefanski, to be honest with you. Like, I think he still keeps them in ball games. All right. So, um, second on the docket, Patriots lay an eight. I know this <laughs> drives K. Morgan insane because he had this. I did billion parlays. So, that was <laughs> my lock. They were my lock, the Patriots. Yeah, lost your lock. Don't get last. Cam Newton back. Was that um, your first lock? No, he's lost. No, a I lost oh. Philly. Oh. <laughs> you're deep. Philly, I'm deep. You're over there. I'm deep. So you're over there. They um, they just laid an absolute egg. No, Cam was back. They could not move the ball on offense. They looked out of whack. Um, I have no no excuse for them. I think it's just one of those games they lay an egg. I, I I'm not out on the Patriots. My thing is. Their defense held the Broncos to like 18 points, and they yeah. held them to a lot of field goals. A lot of so field they, goals. They let them drive and then didn't they break. Them. You yeah, know, yeah. Did, ben, let them but drive, don't break. Did. They did a good job. Their offense, Cam Newton could not throw the ball Cam downfield. Cam looked how he looked, he looked like he at COVID. the end of the Carolina yeah. years. Yeah. Wasn't throwing great. He looked like great. he had COVID. He, like COVID. No. <laughs> he, he wasn't throwing great. He had long windups again where, like, They're first, Bradley the first two weeks, him. those were, like, gone. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? No. Those mistakes he was making in Carolina later down in uh, Julian his career Edelman there. had more passing yards than he did on the last Should have kept drive. him throwing the rest Keep of the drive. Keep him in the QB. Good so God. So, are we – is this a – like a – Laid an egg game, like we talked about for the Patriots, or are they? I think one more got yeah. exposed. I think it's a laid an egg, and we'll see what they do Sunday against the Niners team. This is a big game for them to bounce back if they're going to be a yeah. team that can compete in that division. It's a tough, it's a tough game for both teams. Yes, both teams, both teams they're need both this on game. this must win train. Patriots have dropped back to back. You know, mm-hmm. COVID with everything going on, the Patriots definitely need a win here. They need no, they need the win. I know. So, the only um, thing that's helped them is Bills losing two straight. Yep, that's but they lost two straight to the best AFC teams. Dolphins winning two straight. We're gonna get into that in a second. <laughs> yeah. Um, next up on the docket, former Patriots quarterback uh, Tom Brady. Statement game for him. Um, chance for them to kind of use this momentum going to run. They beat an undefeated Packers team. They're down ten nothing. They get that pick six after all the momentum is with Green Bay, and then Green Bay doesn't score again. Um, Brady looked good in this game. Um, is this a what does it say about Brady? Um, I'll tell. I'll let you go because this is your team that you played against. Without, I mean, without getting emotional, um, <laughs> I didn't think Brady had to do much. Yeah, Ronald Jones had a good game. Ronald Jones Defense did well. Played really well. And then um, Brady did really Brady-esque things to Gronkowski on third downs. On the long third downs, I, th- I feel like Packers are the only team in the NFL can make Gronk look like Gronk again. And he <laughs> Out kinda, of nowhere. And he kind of did. But, I mean, this kind of just felt like a Belichick game. I know he's not a Patriot. I That's love not, that comp. That's yeah, exactly what it's, I was thinking. It's, I know he's not a Patriot. He's not with Bill. But his defense gave him yep. everything and more. It was 10-0. We obviously had momentum. Like, Rogers talking shit. Like Doing his pumps. I mean, Keen Peel. Keen Peel pumps. I love that. Um, I love Engel McCringleberry. He threw his pick six, which is his third of his career, which is insane. Think, I'm so blessed How many multi-pick games fan. does he have? Uh, not, not many, man. Not many. His last one was 2017 against Luke Keekley. Keekley had both of them. Oh, good for the dude. Um, anyways, to get back off Rodgers' picks, um, well, Brady, my... Brady, Brady didn't have to do much. I, I think it was a statement game as a whole for the Bucks. So the do we think they're going to kind of use that momentum and try to and th- kind of take a run at this division? Saints kind of down. I think Bucks go and win this division now because Devin White looked like the best player on the field. He is unbelievable. And he had two GOAT QBs. I'm talking about any player. Devin White looked the best on the football field. I agree. I agree. Uh, so, I'll be quick. If the Bucks play like that the rest of the year, they they might be in the Super Bowl. Yeah, they look good. They look that good. And I, I love your comparison to the Patriots because this was a very Bill Belichick-type game. An unbelievable defensive performance. Tom Brady doesn't have to have to do too much. He has a great running game, and then he can find Gronk in the end zone. I, I lost a bowl, and I had the Bucks losing to every NFC North team. Um, and I also have the Bucks going 8-8, and I think the Bucks lost this game my eight and eight was looking great. Coming off a loss to the Bears, there's a home to the Packers. I thought it was. Now I think the Bucks got some momentum. They're going to win some games. We're going to talk a little bit more upcoming about the Bucks. But I, the Bucks kind of opened my eyes. They're, they look better. There was the best performance they've had all year for me. As a Packer fan, just real quick, um, I'm glad. I, as a team, as like Aaron Rodgers, we don't have to beat Tom Brady twice. It's the only positive I could take out of this. I yep. obviously think we make playoffs, and I obviously think they make playoffs, and we have to play again. It gives me a lot of comfort you bring knowing we cold. don't have to bring – You bring them to the cold in Lambeau? Yeah. It, it just – it makes me feel good we don't have Brady's to beat Tom Brady twice. Plenty, though. 
played. Yeah. Brady has played in the cold. It's just Mike, you Mike know Evans that feeling you when you, you play a team, you see them the second time in the year in the playoffs, you you hate it. And you, I'll tell you, you right now those. that New England cold is not Lambo cold. That's a different yeah, it's type of snow. really cold in New it's England. Not New Eng- it's not Lambo <laughs> cold. I'll tell you. You play right. on that field. It's cold in both. I'm sure. It's not the same though. It, the frozen tundra for a reason. All right. Um, <laughs> so last on the docket for a recap of last week. Um, my initial notes were: Are the Dolphins for real? And the news comes out today: Tua named the starter for the rest of the year. So, one thoughts on Tua. Second part of the question: Are the Dolphins a real contender for that last kind of wild card spot, or uh, even the AFC East? That's kind of for grabs or second place. I don't think they win the AFC East. I think that's a little crazy. I just don't like the move right now. I don't either. I don't. Like, I don't get it. Yeah, I think we're all confused today. Tannehill's coming off a couple of really good ball games. Easy on Tannehill. If it's oh, sorry, Fitzpatrick. It's Magic. Christ. Sorry, I'm thinking Dolphins when they were terrible oh, yeah. with Tannehill. They're still terrible. But um, Fitzmagic coming off some good games. Like, if you're going to do this, do it in the beginning of the year. Do it after a few losses when you're out of the picture. Because at, at this point, the chemistry that he has with his team, Gasecki and Devontae Parker, like, why are you benching that man? So Dude has you, one drive, and all think, of a sudden you think he's, he's... You think the coaching staff and the management think... Like what we're talking about, like, hey, our team's really good. We have a legit chance, and Tua gives us a better chance. No, because I think it's, I think this it's opposite. Is crazy. I think it's like we're playing too well. We know we're not a playoff winning team. Like, yeah, we don't want to be eight and eight. <laughs> is and this is this the head coach or is this is this the GM upper manager? I don't know with the pressure because if I'm a head coach, I'm riding Fitzmagic. That's who, I know who's the coach. Flores, Flores Brian Flores. There's no way he made this no decision. Way. There's no way he made because a coach, a coach. We talked about in our battle, GM the battle coach, yeah. and a big uh, hit you guys had on my coach uh, perspective was like fire your ass. Like <laughs> your job is not as secure as mine. Mm-hmm. Flores can't go and have a bunch of losing seasons. Oh, he's had two bad. Seasons. This is bizarre, so man. They're this winning. Is they're winning games. They won. And Fitzpatrick's the big reason they're winning these games. He's, he's looking great. Off. Yeah, he's he's looking and, good. And here's the thing: is B is a big Tua guy. I love Tua. He loves Tua. I'm not, I love Tua. Even, even with all the magic, you I still wish, think it's a bad move. How much I, does he have to do now to not be considered the third best rookie quarterback this year? Here's here's what he has to do. I, here's, I didn't answer the Dolphins were real or fake for a reason because they had their next three games. Rams, Cardinals, Chargers. Hmm. I really thought Fitzpatrick was going to play in these until the t- earlier today. But they win two of those three games. They're legit. Yeah. But I feel like... Throw two in the fire. You easily. threw two against the Rams? That's what you start him on? Aaron why Donald? Not, why not start him week one then? He wasn't healthy then? Like, I don't understand this move. You throw him in on a defense who's run all so cylinders. He came in at the end of the game last game. He had two passes for nine yards. He had some He had some zip on the ball. But, but what does that show you? Like, that <laughs> like, showed you what? what? I don't understand. Because he got to hound the ball the off and take a knee? Like, I don't get it, but... We'll get on. Trust we'll, me, we'll I, I, through it. I don't think I think two is the face of your franchise, but with the direction of the team right now, the timing is just weird. Fitz Magic, you have to write Fitz Magic until he proves he does a four interception game or he loses yeah. three straight. You spend because a ton of money in eventually. free agency, and Fitz Magic's getting you wins. You just stick with it, well, especially if you're Brian Flores. It'll be interesting to see next week. We'll talk about how his performance was, or he have a bye this week. So oh, next, yeah. the next week Rams. So next week Rams. So we'll see how he does in that. Crazy. Um, 
Update on the competition B, where are we at? This was a rough week for me. The the competition got a little crazy. Yeah, I got a little sure did. Um, you got a little fucked up. You know, before <laughs> before the week it was twenty four CY. I had two point lead. Yep. Uh K Morgan Mac with twenty two at second and third. And I was I was sitting last with eighteen. Um competition looks a little different now. Sure does. Uh K Morgan first place with twenty nine. The Niners getting <sighs> his upset cow, and one of our picks. CY in second place with 25. So he was up two, now down four. So there's a huge change at the top. Dang. Uh, Mac 23 did not have a good week. Um, if the Bills won, this would be a whole different conversation. Bills won, would be right on my heels. Yeah. Yes. Um, and then I'm one point behind Mac <laughs> with 22. I had a great week. You had a good week. I had a great week. So A couple locks lost that, that's as well. Com- that's the competition. I lost my lock with the Patriots. Lost a lock. Um, that that's was, fine. Uh, and fine. then uh, Mac lost his lock, but it's LA. Yeah. So drive to LA. <laughs> yeah, um, disrespectful pick, but yeah. Um, all right. So, time for a Big Nuts Player of the Week. We'll start with B. Who is your Big Nuts Player of the Week? Maddie Ice. Ooh, Maddie Ice. Maddie Ice. Uh, they had won a ball game. Uh, he went 30 for 40, 371, four touchdowns. Um, he's either giving himself some trade value. Or he's making sure his team doesn't get Trevor Lawrence. Either one, he he put, he put his nuts down on the the management. They fired Dan Quinn, and he goes and does this. That's big nuts player of the week. All right, big nuts player of the week. K. Moore, who is your big nuts player of the week? This isn't this isn't disrespectful. It's just a fact. Philip Rivers had a really good game um, against the obvious. It's not disrespectful, but the man was down <laughs> twenty one points. The the Bengals came up came in hot. And he led the team back from, you know, a dark place, and he got the win. So um, a lot of doubters, a lot of people are saying that the Colts need a trade for a QB, and the man proved a lot of haters wrong. So I'm, I, I'm with the whole Colts still trade for Matt Ryan thing. I'm not I'm, against I'm it, but I think Phillip Rivers said, hey, I'm, I'm still a pretty good quarterback. I can still bring a team back from the dead. He looked good. He did a good job. I'm let it go. I'm not going to comment on it. It wasn't disrespectful. Uh, my big nuts player of the week is none other than King Henry, Derrick Henry. AKA the monster. AKA <laughs> 42 carries, 212 yards, two touchdowns, 44 fantasy points. And a game winning wild wildcat touchdown in um, overtime. Third and goal. 90 yard touchdown run. 94. Three 94. straight years. Three, Three straight, straight years, years with a 90-yard touchdown. B-Ray um, kind of called this. We'll get into his fantasy segment. Yeah. Um, how about him running away from corners? Yeah, he's fast. 21 running. miles an hour. Running away it's, from them, pulling away. Six four two, like fifty. <laughs> the guys are free. <laughs> no, it's not fair. <laughs> it's not fair. So my big nuts play of the week is Derek Henry put the team literally on his back, yeah. and won the game. Um, so now that is our week six week recap. Sorry, let's get into um, a new segment. You know, last week we talked about coaches. Teams are looking for new coaches, possibly. Now we're going to talk about possible teams that are looking for new coaches. So we're going to go through the NFL and. Quarterbacks. Or sorry, quarterbacks. Sorry, <laughs> teams are looking good. for new quarterbacks. So we're gonna go through the NFL and see: Do we need a quarterback? Do we not? Um, let's start on the West Coast. So we'll start on the AFC, AFC West. Obviously, Chargers are set. Draft quarterback last year. Chiefs are set. Raiders or Broncos? Do start, any of those teams need start with the Raiders? B. Who do you like? What do you think? I think he's playing himself into another year. Um, Eleven yeah, touchdowns, one pick. He's playing good. I don't. It shouldn't have taken this long to fit the system, but um, I think they're fine. Yeah, I'm with you. I think Derek. I think Carr's doing a great job. I don't. I don't think he 
is playing himself out of a job at all. No, like they've got they signed Mariota to put pressure on him, and he's doing a great job. Uh, I still think the jury's out just with the fact like he can have a good year. They go to the playoffs, see those two picks, and they lose because of him. They're gonna be calling for his head. So I think it depends how he finishes the year. Okay, Raider, that, yeah, that, no Raider fans could call for his head for um, sure. Broncos obviously need a quarterback, right? They're gonna be in the market for quarterback. Drew Locks. I think they're too talented to be this bad. I agree. So, yeah. I get a QB. I, I'm with you. I think they have a good system around him, but they just drafted him last year, and he had an end of the good season last year. He's hurt. He's been hurt. You give Obviously, this, we're going to see how many terrible. games they end up winning. You but. give him this full year to see what happens. He's the starter next year. Maybe if they do anything, they might sign a free agent to put some steam under him, kind of yeah. like what they did in Mariota in uh, Vegas. Next, we have the NFC West. Um, obviously, this I think everyone's set Zero. here. Zero. Anyone in this comp- in this division? I mean, I th- I'm surprised you guys didn't bring up the 49ers, but sure. I I don't. I still if think Nick Mullins had beat the Eagles, I would maybe say something, but he okay. didn't. He sucked. I I could see them getting a new quarterback. They're in the Brady sweepstakes apparently. If I don't know how much steam that was actually true. I think I John Lynch was. and Kyle Shanahan will always look to be better, and that's my point. They maybe. they don't have an ego where it's like. No. If they're, they feel they like can upgrade, they're not locked to him. But I don't think they're going to be in a position to get one. I think no. they're going to be, you know, they're not going to draft a quarterback. So it's either going to get a free agent or a trade. And I'll see I, the I think guy all four start next year. Okay. So now let's go to the AFC South. Uh, Tennessee's obviously set with Tannehill. Um, Indianapolis? I, I said it before the game, but he, I mean, that was his big nuts player. I said, I said Philip Rivers holding the Colts back. They drafted Easton, they have Brissett, but none of the I think nobody on the roster gives them that like I'm gonna beat the Chiefs lineup. He's on a one year deal. I could see them kind of trading but gonna, up. Uh, but I feel like they're gonna go to playoffs. Yeah, I can see them trading up in the draft and drafting a quarterback high. Unless mm. they like Easton. So I but doesn't I don't seem like they it. don't seem it, like they do. If, if they no. did enough, they would have had him mix I can in see some them getting already, the kid from North or North Dakota. I think Trey that Lance. might be a great, might go high. I think they can go up. I think they go up and get I'm a guy like that. I'm not sold on him, to be honest with I you. I know, but I think he is a good fit for yeah. them. Yeah. Okay. I I think I think they look for a quarterback next year. Okay. And then obviously, I think the Jags are in the the Lawrence sweepstakes. Oh, the yeah, yeah, the Jags. AFC South. So you have Jags. Jags are a hundred percent the Lawrence sweepstakes. Yeah. Yeah. Lawrence or Fields, depending 100%. where they end up. Hundred percent. They're getting one of them. They're getting one of them. They Houston, have to. Houston. I'm sorry. I really like Minshew. I really like the magic behind it. All the swag and all the. Bud Lights, but at the end of the day, the I think je- the jean shorts are, you know, it, I think doesn't, a, it doesn't translate yeah, to wins. quarterback and coach brand new in, in Jacksonville. I, I'm with you. Um, NFC South, interesting. You got Teddy Bridgewater is really the only one safe. He's safe. <laughs> He's the only one safe, which well, is crazy. Breeze is old. Brady's old. Matt Ryan time might be done. I wouldn't be shocked if there was three new quarterbacks, but I, w- I wouldn't be. Same, same as so said. Start, if start all at the top. Saints. Do they love Jameis Winston next year? Is he the guy? If Drew, if Drew Brees says he wants to play, they're going to let him play. Exactly. True. Same with Tom Brady. So I think that decision is based on them. But, right. should the, but should Tampa Bay start looking? Should Tampa Bay look for they a They don't have it year? on the roster. I think they do. Yes. You think they yeah. draft the quarterback? I don't year. know if they do it next year or if they do it the or, year after. Yeah, they Depends. make a move for Hal or someone like that the year after. Is this kind of like a Packers move, Jordan Love, late in the first round if the Buccaneers are there? Oh, maybe. I and, can see and that. And Lance is there. Maybe. He's but, a late guy. Or, I mean, everyone's all over the BYU Zach Wilson hype right now. Maybe. Yeah. I could, I could see that 100%. Yeah. But, uh, like you said, I think 
Carolina is the only one safe there. It's I think a very Teddy, interesting. It's a very interesting division because you have three quarterbacks, three Hall of Famers. Yeah, the three Hall of Famers. Matt Ryan, Hall of Famer. Uh, yeah, he's he's definitely the best quarterback in Falcons history. He's their franchise like leader in every um, all categories. But are they going to move on from him? Are they at time? There's a rumor that came out today that said if the team was to tear it down, total rebuild, Matt Ryan and Julio are the first to go. That's crazy. The Julio um, one is crazy to me because if you get a quarterback, let's say they get a Trevor Lawrence, just say Trevor and Lawrence. you have Julio Jones and, and Calvin Ridley, that's a Russell good Gage. team. He's getting, he's getting up their names, Hurst. though. He's getting up their names. I think Matt Ryan is very movable, whether it's trade deadline. Okay. I don't, I, I don't think so that. So do they shop a quarterback at the end of this year? Do they get a new quarterback? I think uh, a new starting quarterback next year for the Falcons. All right. So, what do you think, CY? Uh, yeah, I think they draft someone high. High. Fields. I think Fields makes perfect sense there. That's crazy. You know, they turn that offense into like a running mm-hmm. gun, new coach. I think, I think Matt Ryan still has some good years in him. I, I agree. Mean, he had a great week. It's kind of like a Philip oh, no, Rivers I, where he goes somewhere else and I he has some success. I think Matt Ryan could go be very successful in San Francisco. Ooh. <laughs> I don't think that's a good guy. <laughs> that's, not the, that's not the place for him. But. I don't think that's the place either. But um, He's the MVP with Kyle. Shanahan's offense. That's okay. true. I get what you're that's saying. That's true. I get what you're saying. I can see him in like Washington Football Club making them better. Mm-hmm. Okay. Matt Ryan. Yeah. Um, AFC North, obviously – Baltimore set, Cincinnati set, Cleveland and Pittsburgh. Those I think are the two. Ben, I think Ben's got a few years left, but I think maybe not this year, but next year they get someone on the roster, I think, just like the Packers did. I don't know if Jordan Love's on the roster to be the next guy, but they do it. Like they do the first round kind of pick and the either Pittsburgh Big does. Ben, either bust or or it keeps playing. Yeah, I could see that. Pittsburgh doesn't have a lot of holes right now in their yeah. team, so they might be the team that's like, you they know what, let's just get afford, a quarterback. Definitely could afford maybe it. Maybe trade up. Kind of like what the Chiefs did with Alex Smith. They had Alex Smith at quarterback. They traded up to 10 for Mahomes. Yeah, they're a 12-win so team and I got could, Mahomes. You know what? Like, I, I think Big Ben still has a couple good years left in him, but all I don't right. think they're sold at all what about on Mason Rudolph. What about Baker? New GM, new coach. They didn't draft him. He's gone. If they don't make the playoffs, he's gone. Quick. Wow. Um, I think, yeah, I think Case Keenum's going to push him. And I think they might. I don't know if they draft a guy, but I think they might sign a guy. Um, NFC North, this might be the division with three new quarterbacks. Packers obviously are fine. They drafted one in the first round and they got Rodgers. Bears, they're not long-term with Foles. Uh, Detroit's not long-term with Stafford. And if they get rid of Patricia, Stafford goes with them. And Minnesota is done this with is, Cousins. This, this is it. God. Cousins is gone next Cousins year. Cousins is gone. Sorry, okay, start with the Vikings. You think Cousins is I think Cousins, especially the route they're going. There is Cousins a Trevor is Lawrence gone. discussion now. Trevor Lawrence. And I think that is a very interesting conversation because that is a Zimmer with Lawrence. with he's gonna, The defense is going to be better. I they might get rid of they, Zimmer's they're not the rid of Zimmer. I don't even they just extended him. I don't even want to talk about the possibility of Lawrence there, but they get, they're get they getting a new QB. Lions. I think they get a new coach before a new QB. I think they go both. I think they're hand-in-hand. I like Stafford. I think Stafford has a lot of talent, to be honest with you. I, I think agree. He's, he's, got, he's got the Matt Ryan he syndrome. Needs a new, he needs a new he, scenery. He needs, he needs a fresh start, start. No for one sure. is successful in Detroit. It's, almost, it's, like the, it's like the Browns, but not to the extent, almost. It's like True. You, you can have a lot of talent there, but you're never going to be good. Like, the, I, I like Stafford. And the Bears are playing themselves. They're 5-1, but they're playing themselves out of another quarterback. No one thinks they're a real Super Bowl contender. And, oh, man. They keep winning. But, but Foles I mean, keeps winning. we'll talk about it. We have them Foles on the has the this contract. Week. I think Foles starts next year. Yeah, the two year deal. Yeah, is it two years? I think so. But he's not look. He doesn't look great. He looked bad against. Do the Do they draft a guy though? Depends where they are on the draft and who's available. I think. I think that's a very open. So is it like a third round pick? Maybe. Yes. 
Yes, I can see that. Okay. Um, so let's move on to the AFC East. Um, the Jets. I think they're going to they, have to draft Trevor the, Lawrence. I if think they're the, up there. pick one, they get him. Yeah. You're a pick one. You have to get Trevor Lawrence. I think. Yeah. No Sam matter Darnold, what is your think, situation. I don't think Sam Darnold's the problem with that organization. He's not. He's not even close to the problem. But give, give him a new jersey. It's, yeah. it's kind of like. I mean, it's not close to the Peyton Manning thing, but Trevor Lawrence, I think, is you don't pass up on that. What route. about New England? I think they re-signed Cam. Depending uh, on how he plays the rest of this year, I'm sure he gets a new contract. But I wouldn't count them out on potentially looking into a guy. Okay. They, don't, they don't like to draft a lot of quarterbacks. They historically don't. Jimmy G? They took Stidham late. They took Jimmy G later. Jacoby? You know, to sit for a little bit. Wasn't Jimmy G like first-rounder? No, Jacoby's, he was like second, third. He was second. second, into, second. into the second. Yeah, Jacoby so, was a fourth. Yeah, I could see them doing something like that again if they really liked a guy. But again, there was a lot of guys last year they talked about. Like it was like Fromm, or they yeah. did Fromm late, Easton late. There's a lot of guys that made sense, and they passed on all of them. They just didn't like them. So and I think I, if they like somebody, maybe third, second round. Maybe. And obviously I think Josh Allen and Tua will have jobs for 10 years. So let's get into yeah, the dumpster right. fire, NFC East. Cowboys have Dak. They resign him. They might be in the market if they don't, but I, I don't see them not resigning Dak. Um, Does he get more money because of the injury? No. He gets no, he gets the same same, same offer. And then Dak just says, he okay, just says yes. Yeah. And it, the only Dak. difference was four or five years what they're yeah. arguing about. Yeah. So I think they resigned Dak. Wentz has another year. As, as bad as he is, they got to stay with him for really. Money. I even even, even if he didn't, they have. Jalen Hurts in their yeah, second-round so, pick. Okay. Yeah, I'm surprised we're not talking about that one. I personally, I, I think Wentz is safe for yeah, a little bit longer. Yeah, the problem, Hurts. Yeah, I think their QBs... I thought CY might have been maybe more no, they're, no, Wentz, Wentz leaving. Their QBs Wentz on the roster. Okay. Um, I don't know if it's The Wentz. Giants are kind of in that same sweepstakes. If they have a chance to get Fields or... I don't think they Lawrence. will. I think Daniel Jones has one more year. I think so. I, I like Danny Dimes, to be honest. I think he's I actually a pretty good quarterback. I like him, too. I, uh, Blaine was... B's been big on him for a minute. I I yeah. think he's actually a decent ball player. Like, so do I. I don't I think, think he's the problem there. I think their offensive line is really bad. I think um, the Oregon tackle, if they're at like the number Swallowing. two, three, three Dan- pick. Danny Dimes got to cut down the turnovers, though. Yeah, yeah he, he got to cut him down. For sure. But with a better offensive line and maybe a little bit more weapons, Saquon back, I think that stuff will cut down. So I think they're in the market for a tackle at the top three picks. Um, and then Washington, obviously, going to get a new quarterback yes. somewhere or another. They've already benched Haskins. They're already going. Yeah. They're, they're going to get a new quarterback. That's a wrap. Well, I don't think the, any three of those quarterbacks are on the roster. Are they are they drafting a quarterback or are they yes. signing one? They're, they're drafting draft one. I think there's another first round I think pick. I think Rex Ryan just wants a brand new quarterback. Ron oh God! Wow! Jesus! Whoa. Ron Rivera! Ron Rivera! Two R's! Two R's! Hey, I think this <laughs> is with the same name. I think R's. This, I think this is the Trey Lance team. Mm. See, I I'm out on Trey Lance, so I would not be that. I'm not I'm not we're, high on him either. But we'll revisit this topic just with the coaches at the end of the year. It's yeah. just kind of our midseason. Um, see who's in the need for a quarterback. Obviously, before the draft, I'll have a preview. We'll have better idea. Uh, so let's get into. Our week seven preview with the games. Um, a couple weeks ago, we only did four games because we had the Titans Steelers get pushed back to mm-hmm. this week. So we're going to give you six games to kind of even up the competition and see where we're at this week. We have some really, really good games this week. So um, let's start with that game Steelers Titans. I'll start with obviously Mac's pick. Mac is going with the Steelers. Um, B, who do you got? I think uh, losing Devin Bush hurts uh, the Steelers yeah. a little bit. I think Tannehill beats them in the air. Titans. Titans. Yeah. I'm also with the Titans. Um, I've been to the Titans. I've been on the Titans from 
our bold prediction. I had them very good this year. Yeah. They're proving me right. Sure, only I'm good call this year. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm actually, I've been on the Steelers all year. Um, I am actually really with B on this. I think the Devin Bush loss is a really big loss. And you guys all picked the Steelers the last time for that. And I was the only one on the Titans. For, for the, what? When we picked this game two weeks ago, but they yeah, got canceled like, because of COVID. I, I just think Interesting, things, they're both things, undefeated. Things change. I, I, agree. I, I agree. think I think the injury is a big deal for the Steelers, honestly. I think it's huge. All they, right. He was the leader of their defense. I, I, I agree. The Titans are doing a good enough job right now to get it done. So uh, Mac is lone wolf on here. Yep. Uh, game two is Panthers at Saints, NFC South matchup. Um, Mac is taking the Saints. I am doubling up. I'm taking the Saints as well. Okay, Morgan, who you got? Panthers. Ooh! <laughs> Panthers Ooh. on the road. You're a big Panthers guy this year. Yeah, I've been big on the Panthers, man. And Since our draft recap, seven and a half points. Um, Panthers are still strong. They, they kind of got beat up. Teddy did not have a good game against the Bears. Um, the Saints' defense is not nearly as good as the Bears. I think they rebound here and get the job done. Blaine. He's lone wolf. Lone wolf uh, yeah. I like Sean Payton off a of bye. Okay. Yeah, so exactly. They're, they're finding a rhythm too. I agree. And then I know it's closer pace. games, but they're finding a rhythm off a of bye, and they get Michael Thomas back. They got to keep pace. So I, yeah. So that's a that's a big one. Next game we have um, the Niners at the Patriots. We'll start with K. Morica. I think I know where he's going with this. Who do you got? The Niners. Okay. <laughs> Shocker. Uh, Mac is also with the Niners. Oh, Mac. Okay. B. I think. Injuries again. I think Molster's out. Uh, K1 Alexander's questionable. Uh, Trent Williams is questionable. Yeah. I'm going to go with the Patriots off a loss. I would be. I just the only shocker. Re- the reason I am. <laughs> Not is, shocker for B, shocker for a CY. Um, cross country. I think, you know, it's a long trip. It's a tough road game. I don't think the Patriots lose two home games. I think Bill Belichick's Three really good. Three straight for the Patriots if they lose this. Yeah. I'm, so. re- I'm really big on the, on Bill not losing this game. And uh, teams off emotional wins. is emotional win for the Niners. And I think the, I think this is a must win for some more of a win for the Patriots. They have to have. Uh, next game we have Seahawks at Cardinals. This is interesting. You go first then. Um, see. <laughs> yeah, go first. I'm taking the Cardinals. Okay, so your bum ass is gonna sit there and text message argue me that the Seahawks aren't their defense is not as bad as we think and blah blah. Yeah, no, okay. doesn't matter. I think sometimes the, the better this guy, team this guy irritates me. Sometimes the better team loses. I and I think this is one of those games. I don't think the Seahawks going to feed in. Like you said last week with the Packers, I don't think the Packers are a worse team than the Bucks. But this is one of those games where the Packers could have lost. They lost. One of the games Seattle could lose. I think they lose. Um, I think the Cardinals are getting some momentum. They had a big win last night. I love Seattle. I absolutely love Seattle. But they're going to lose a game here somewhere along the line. And I think the Cardinals are the team that's good enough to beat them. They have a top five defense. I am taking the Cardinals. Uh, Mac is taking the Seahawks. I'm guessing you're taking the Seahawks. I'm taking the Seahawks. Uh, two weeks ago, I criticized the Cardinals bad. Called Me too. Fake. Me too. I said those bad losses, Lions, Panthers. Um, so wins against the Jets and Cowboys don't like you don't give me that. All right. So I think I think they lose the Seahawks. Okay. I got the Cardinals. Ooh. Um, I'm actually with CY. I just I think the Cardinals defense is actually a lot. They're very good. Buda Baker is the He's highest paid safety for a reason in the NFL. And he, he was looked, all over the field. He last was night. all over the field last night. I like the Cardinals. I think the Seahawks luck runs out here. Okay. Uh, next we have the Bucks at the Raiders. This is a very interesting game. Tom Brady coming off a win. Raiders coming off that win off the Chiefs. Uh, Mac is going with the Bucks. 
B, who you got? Uh, I got Bucks. It's the best run defense in football. They held Aaron Jones to like 10 yards, <laughs> 19 yards. Um, I think they forced Raiders to pass, and they have the absolute dudes at linebacker, Levante David, uh, Devin White to cover Waller, kind of shut them down. And as me and you know, CY have said in previous episodes, there's a recipe to beat the Raiders. They have the perfect team to do it. Okay, Mark? I have the Bucks. The so, Bucks. I've been on the Raiders, to be honest with you, but the way the Bucks played last week, I can't go against them. We're across the board, then I'm with the Bucks as well. Clean sweep, which is interesting because I thought they were going to be a little split. Um, last game on the docket is uh, Monday Night Football. Yep. Bears at Rams. Mac has the Rams. I have the Rams. Blaine has the Rams. Nope. Oh, you're picking the Bears? I have the Bears. Oh, my gosh. I, who are you? I, I, are you kidding me I right a, now? You know what's crazy? I was are a lo- you kidding me? I was me? the lone wolf last week. Um, on the Bears? On the Bears. Panthers. Fucking game. Put, put a Bears jersey on, bro. First off, don't Bears ever disrespect me like that, that again. And I'm not going to come on the podcast and criticize Ram fans and the team and then pick their ass to beat the NFC North. I have a different hate than you do for the rest of your division. Like, you truly hate teams in your division. Yeah. Where my hate's more respected. Like, I respect these teams as much as I hate them. Okay. Uh, I think Bears are a better football team. I don't know what that means. All right. You don't so, know what that means? I, who do you got, Kim? You're going to learn today. Yeah, B's a lone wolf. I got the Rams. Okay. I think Sean McVay is too good of a coach. So we got a couple of lone wolves. This would be an interesting week then. Interesting week. So that's our six games. Um, it's time for our locks. We will <laughs> we will start with um, B's lock. Yeah. And B, who's your lock? Packers. Oh, I like I, it. I haven't picked my team to be lock of the week all year. I'm picking them this week uh, against the Texans. All right. Uh, Mac is taking Buffalo. Okay. I am with Mac. I'm also taking Buffalo. There's no way they lose three straight. They'll only lose to the Jets. Okay, Morgan, who you got? Buffalo, easy. Buffalo. Playing one. the Jets, dumpster fire. All right. So, upset. So, a little background for the upset. We now have to agree that it's likely for an upset. Yep. So, that if it's under a four-point spread, if you take a team that's over a four-point spread, you then, can have yeah, it. Then, yeah, you can have it. Under a four-point spread, you know, games have been close this week. We're going to say it has to be an upset. So, we'll start with B. Who's your upset this week? Bears. Bears, five-and-a-half-point dog at the Rams. Yep. Take it. Okay. This, How are they a five-and-a-half-point dog? And this is the first time I've doubled down. Yeah. Like, you all, all have done that this year. And you're this, a lone wolf. Yeah. That's like what I did last year with the Niners. That's last what, week. Okay, uh, that's what uh, Matt did, too. It's the, the first time I've done this. I think that I think Bears get that's done. That's a huge dog. Um, I already said my dog earlier. It's going to be the uh, Panthers against the Saints, seven-and-a-half-point dog. Yeah. Um, I've been riding the Panthers. I'm yeah, yeah, yeah. the Panthers. So, uh, Mac is going to take the Bengals, if you guys approve. Three and a half point dogs on some books, some four, some three against the Browns in Cincinnati. You guys got to approve it. If he doesn't, he has a backup. If if Baker plays. They lost by five the first game, correct? Yeah, 35-30. I approve. Fine. He's okay. in last. So, Mac, Mac's not in last. So I'm in last. Mac takes the Bengals as his dog. See, I'm, do I get the Cardinals? Can I double up with them? No, because I also said the Cardinals, so no. Okay. Um, shoot, I'm between two then. I have two. Um, I'll join K. Morgan. I'll take the Panthers. That's why I was my other one. I think the Panthers, I don't think they win this game, but <laughs> okay. they have a chance. You know, them or the Bengals, I was like. Hey, this is, this is the first time it's different than one of your picks of the week. 
Yeah. You're upset. You kind of, I almost did that. I almost countered that myself. He's countering. Cracked. I mean, shoot, give me, the, I don't want to be the same locks and upset as you. Give me the Bengals in. Screw that. Nope, too late. What do you guys, then I don't think it's bold. <laughs> I'll allow Bengals pick. It's his team. Whatever. What do you got? Well, game will all him to bitch about it later in the year. Sure, man. Him. All right, I'll take the Bengals. You can have the Panthers. Cool. I want to mix it up a little jersey bit. this weekend. Do it because he fucking doesn't make. Doesn't I have a Johnny Manziel. It's like you weren't all sulking when the Niners were fucking on the Rams. I have a Johnny Manziel jersey. You need it. All right. Yeah, let him fucking wear it. That's fine. Look, you, you don't fucking live in Cleveland. Live in Cincinnati, bitch. Whoa. Let's go. Who are you talking to? I don't know. Um, I don't all right. Know. Time for a fantasy segment. Also, I'm in first place, in case you guys are wondering. It's am, not a far spread. Don't act like we it's We have far. the same record. Yeah. Um, who's the top of the standings? Yeah, you have the points. points. Yeah. Least okay. points against. Most points in the league. doesn't matter about least points. Least against. It's, it's no, mean. Blaine actually has least points against. No one can score against me. <laughs> but his defense is unbelievable. Best defense in the league. <laughs> So, recap for uh, B. Ramix, week six, clear eyes, full heart, can't lose players. He had Matt Ryan. He predicted 286 with three touchdowns. He actually went for 371 and four. That was Blaine's uh, big nuts play of the week. Uh, he predicted Derrick Henry to have 127 and two. He actually went for 212 and two. Woo! That was my big nuts play of the week. Uh, he had Alexander Matson as his uh, honorable mention. Sucked. He had 87 and one. Was his prediction? He only went for thirty total, so he was terrible. Um, his right re- receiver was McLaurin. He predicted six receptions for eighty-seven yards and one. He actually went for seven receptions and seventy-four yards, no, no touchdowns. touchdowns. Um, his notable was Galladay. He predicted seven for sixty-five and one. He actually went for four and one hundred and five. So he had a decent day. Still for a good day. Yeah. Uh, tight end. He had Jonu Smith six receptions for eighty-nine yards and touchdown. <laughs> he got hurt. He still can't predict a tight end. He had one reception for thirteen yards. The defense he had was Washington football team, one interception. Um, he had four sacks, one interception, uh, 10 to 12 fantasy football points. He actually, they actually had one sack, one interception, five fantasy football points. So, decent. Uh, week seven, this is yours. Clear eyes, full art. Can't lose players for this week. He has Herbert coming out of a bye week and getting ready for his first W against the Dumpster Fire Jags. He has 275 and two. Uh, running back Aaron Jones, love that, against K. Morgan this week. Coming off a bad loss, I expect Jones to be heavily involved against the Texans. 135-2. and two. Woo! Number one fantasy Jesus. running back on the week. That's two weeks in a row. He's picking my fantasy back. Uh, receiver, he has Stephon Diggs. Uh, Bill's coming off two losses in a row and now playing the stupid Jets. Seven receptions, <laughs> 110, one touchdown. Why does Adam Gase still have a job? The world um, may never know. The world may never know. Tight end, he has Hunter Henry. Six receptions, 73 yards, one touchdown. But honestly, I don't know. Uh, defense, he has the Chiefs D... Division game, one interception, three sacks, 13 fantasy football points. And that is our fantasy segment of the week. Last topic I want to get into is there is a lot of steam with, with um, you know, coaches being out, Texans, Falcons. There is a lot of steam talking that the Texans are prepared to throw a lot of heat at Dabo Sweeney to come to the Texans and Ooh. reunite with his quarterback, Deshaun Watson. What do you guys have on that? It would be a dream come true for me. I love Clemson. I've been on them for, you know, the last six, seven years. Mm-hmm. Dabo is an absolute dude. Give him Deshaun. Give him the Texans. Give me all of that. Give me all of that. I'm all in. I just don't see him leaving. I mean, I love it. I agree. But I no, I, I agree with you. No, but I, I love I, it. I think if, if there's a move for him to go, I think the Texans make so much sense for him. But Dabo is such a college football guy. Like, yeah. he loves – like, when he talks in his interviews, he's like, I'm building men here. You know what I mean? 
I want you to think about, you know, the men that don't make the NFL in my program rather than the ones that do. He loves recruiting. He loves being that guy. Yeah. I'm a big Dabo guy. I want him to stay in the I want him to stay in college football, but it's a very interesting conversation because you know they're going to throw so much money at that guy to go. Oh, but I just don't think – I don't see him. No, no way. I don't Clemson think the no. offer will be bigger – I mean, as not enough because he, ma- he makes a ton of money in Clemson. Yeah. So no, he's doing he's doing great for himself. Yeah. But and we'll see though. That'll be interesting at the end of the year what happens. They, they actually showed a stat of when he was first named interim head coach to what he's making now and kind of what he's done his resume now. It's so unbelievable. He's done a, he, unbelievable was a, job. he was the special teams coordinator. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. When he got offered the position, so and obviously he had Taj Boyd, and then obviously went forward with Deshaun and kind of his dynasty from Deshaun to Trevor Lawrence, and then hopefully to DJ afterward. God, I mean. It's it's an interesting conversation. I wanted to bring it up, but I love Dabo. He can't leave enough. He, he can't leave college. I don't think he um, will. Now it's time for a weekly gambling pitch. We'll end on this for this episode. Um, my straight bet last week two out of two out of three hit the straight. Hit the Chiefs. The teaser hit. Uh, lost the parlay because of the over in the Rams and Niners game. Other than that, it was it was perfect across the board. So um, two out of three. That'll make you some money. This week, we're back at it. My straight bet. I love this one. I would hammer it. Packers minus three and a half against the Texans. Off a loss. I think them. I think I see them rolling. I would lay five units on it. Woo! I love them that I'm much. Go- I'm going to. Um, yeah. My teaser, six point teaser. I like the Titans. Uh, they're plus a point and a half. Tease it to seven and a half. I think they keep it within a one score game. I like the Saints minus seven and a half. I think it's if they win, they're going to win by a point and a half. I know I had the Panthers as possible upset. Um, <laughs> Chiefs minus nine and a half. Tease it down to three and a half. I think they cover that easily. Oh, yeah. And yeah. then Buffalo is 12 and a half, sometimes 13, depending on what book you look at. Get that down to seven or six and a half. I think they cover that easily. Jets, yeah, no problem. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, parlay, I have, I'm mixing it up. Instead of a three-teamer, I'm going to go four-team this week. Woo. I have Dallas minus one against Washington football team. They got to win that like game. That. They're going to win that. Only a point. It's almost a pick up. Um, under in Arizona and Seattle. Fun fact for you: the last under. six last six Cardinal games have gone under. Okay, last okay. six Cardinal games you're, have gone under. They're going to continue that. You're riding that. I think they're going to go under. Fifty six and a half. It's fifty six and a half there. Um, I like the Rams minus five and a half. I think they win that game. I know we talked about it earlier. And then Chargers money line. Throw that money line in there for make it a four-team or I know the odds aren't great. Those are the gambling picks. So um, that is our episode of College Football and NFL this week. Thanks for tuning in. We'll be back with some recap for next week and hopefully this competition switches another direction. Peace.